You're listening to the Maine Boys to Men podcast, a podcast dedicated to lifting the voices of young people and engaging youth around topics of gender and violence prevention. Thanks for listening. Hello and welcome to the Youth Take, a Maine Boys to Men podcast. And today we're talking about the intersection of masculinity and self-care. My name is Jason. I use he, him, his pronouns, excuse me, and I'm 19 years old. My name is Owen. I use, also use he, him, his pronouns, and I am 17 years old. I'm Joe. I'm 17, and my pronouns are also he, him, his. My name is Aiden, and uh, my pronouns are also he, him, his. All right, so let's just get into a simple one just to start out. What do you all do for self-care, or what do you like to do for self-care? <clears throat> my, I feel like my self-care thing, I don't really have a specific thing figured out, but just general stuff that I enjoy doing is usually good for me, whether that's like exercise, like mountain biking or surfing. I think personally, I think it would be better to have a more structured idea of what's good for me for self-care. Um, I think for me, uh, the, the most effective self-care, uh, technique that I've come across, um, is trying to find those activities that, um, that when you're doing them, feels like all the stress in the world like momentarily for the time that you're doing that activity just sort of melts away um for me uh you know there are a range of those surfing uh skiing uh like meditation or just sometimes driving around and being zoned in on the road um are all activities that for me uh make it feel like for the time i'm doing them i don't everything else just is is not a problem and I think that's super important to realize what it feels like to be in a state of calm um in general I think just sort of being able to step away from whatever problems are super in your face in your life is the most effective thing that I've tried to do for me if I'm like super stressed out about something um exercise like going on a mountain bike ride is the best thing because like when you're mountain biking it's hard to think about anything else but if I'm feeling really stressed out about something, I can't just like, I don't know, like take a bath or like read a book. Cause like, it's way too easy for me to just like start like thinking about whatever I'm stressed out about. Mm-hmm. So I think there are different, definitely different like techniques for different situations. Same with meditating. I'm also, this is probably also cause I'm like not great at meditating, but like if I try to start meditating when I'm already like thinking about something, I just like can't get into it. But if like you, if for me, if I meditate like when I'm already like feeling all right, then that's good, a good preventative measure to not feel stressed out later. There are so many different ways to get that clear-headedness and yeah. finding what works for you is awesome. For like, sure. What about you, Jason? I'd say coronavirus era stuff. Like I've been calling my friends a lot from school um, that I can't see in person. That's always helped. That like completely gets my mind off of everything usually, especially no matter how bad I'm doing. Um, been taking a lot of long walks, which has been really nice to just get out with nature. Um, that I kind of struggle with though, because sometimes I feel like I need to be doing something productive even with that, like listening to a podcast or something. But recently I've just been like, you know what, screw it, just go out, let your mind rest. And yes, yeah. I know a really good podcast you could listen to while you're on those walks. The youth take? Yeah. Yeah, that's a that was a that was a nice little plug there, yeah. Joe. <laughs> Good plug, Joe. But Joe, I, I do think it's um it's it was interesting something you said earlier about using different self care techniques as a preventative measure as opposed because mm. like the way I was coming from it, I like 
guess that most of the time I'm employing self-care uh, measures at least sort of purposefully is yeah. because I'm trying to not run away from but cope with something that's going on in my life right now but it's really interesting sort of thinking about the the opposite of that when self-care is used instead of uh, sort of dealing with something current uh, but thinking about using it as keeping you or self like a homeostasis for yeah. for a while I think that's probably a more effective way to do it is like do it even when you're not like feeling stressed or like whatever to like do it anyway I think yeah the thing that I found interesting about that though is it's strange that you almost don't even notice it and you kind of take it for granted when you're doing it as a routine yeah. but then when you're really in the need of something you're like oh what do I do but you've been doing all these self-care things all the time at least yeah. that's my own experience yeah um, so that's why I feel like I kind of have to have things like taking a walk or um, somebody mentioned taking a drive earlier I really like that one too just things that you can drop everything and be like all right this is kind of out of the regular but it makes me feel great so I'm gonna do it something um you were saying earlier Jason I think you said like one thing you do is like call your friends or whatever mm -hmm. and that kind of reminded me like I was like oh yeah it's like a totally good thing to do and I kind of feel like self-care kind of just when I think of it what pops in my head is usually like doing something by yourself um True. stereotypically like I don't know like taking a bath and like doing a face mask or something like that but like <laughs> I don't know that's what pops in my head to be honest but like I feel like self-care like can be a totally like non like just you thing like like hanging out with friends or like doing something relaxing like with other people or something not relaxing like exercise or whatever but like I don't know that kind of was kind of like a aha moment for me because like I've never thought about like hanging out with other people as self-care but it totally is sometimes yeah I guess I hadn't really thought of it, to be honest, as self-care before I said it. I don't know why, it just kind of came to my head. But, yeah, that just makes me feel better all the time. And it always it always makes me feel more connected, too. Because I think my biggest problem is when I need self-care, quote-unquote, I guess, um, is when I feel most disconnected. And that's why I feel like I need somebody to talk to. Yeah. And also that it, like, lends itself well if you're having a particularly tough time that you have a really close friend to say hey you know what i've been having this tough time i want to share something with you which mm -hmm. i've done before too yeah yeah can i ask a little hypothetical question is self-care necessary in the perfect world because i feel like we have been talking about it in the sense of like you you stray a little bit towards stress anxiety and then self-care techniques help move you back to that middle standpoint where you feel good but in a perfect world where, like, you know, a hypothetical person never does anything that they don't want to do, that doesn't make them feel good, which is, like, a personal goal of mine for life is trying to always do things that make me happy and bring me joy as much as I possibly can. So in a world where, and I look at that as, like, the goal of doing things that make you happy as much as you can. So if in that world of always doing things that make you happy as a human being are self-care techniques necessary or are they just a crutch that we lean on to get us to that point of feeling good about ourselves so i think that taking great care question, of by the way yeah. yeah jason um i think that taking care of yourself isn't in any i think that just because you aren't stressed doesn't mean that you don't need to take care of yourself i think that mm -hmm. that just means that you are doing it right yeah, and so you 
you wouldn't need it more than you are already doing it because you're already doing it. But I think that no matter what you're doing or in your life, if you feel happy and unstressed all the time, then that just means that you're doing it right and just keep doing what you're doing. I'm a pretty like anxious person, so I feel like even if I'm like living the perfect life, there's still going to be things that, like make me anxious or like stress me out. Yeah. So yeah. I'm still going to need self care stuff, even if like my life is mint. Do you all feel that self care has become more feminized? And I guess kind of the logical follow up to that is where do you see masculinity playing into self care routines and techniques? I think that it is become less feminized and more normal. I don't know. I think that especially during COVID, it has become very like Mainstream, normalized yeah. and like this is just True. what you do to to take care of yourself and make it so that this is sustainable. What's the upside of having a massive global stress-inducing machine? is that it is you the norm. You have to figure out you, a like, way You to need to do sure something. And stress. it doesn't need to be called self-help. It yeah. doesn't need to be very stereotypical, but yeah. everyone is doing something that makes them feel better. I made bread. I made sauces. I really like sauces. Um, I played my guitar. I, there are a lot of things that different people would do, and none of those things are like, that is no one would categorize that if they thought about it objectively as being self-help but if that's what makes you happy if that's the fun creative stress relieving thing that you need yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah just a little sidebar the other day um myself and a male identified friend of mine you know got like actually a few male identified friends of mine got face masks from uh like some store and uh you know, had a little had a little impromptu spa day where we just like felt really good and came away from it feeling refreshed. We were a little stressed about heading back to school and we decided to um uh dispel that stress. And um and after that happened we all felt so good that we we were like, we're totally doing this again. Yeah. Like soon because it's just it was so fun. So I think that really just this like whatever whatever does that for you, whatever floats your boat uh, is uh, what you got to do. Yeah. So what Owen was talking about, how he was saying, like, uh, mentioning how, like, I mentioned earlier that sometimes, like, when you think of self-care, like, taking a bath and putting on a face mask comes to mind. But I was thinking, like, is it is the problem that that's what comes to mind or is the problem that we perceive that as a feminine thing? Mm. So I was kind of thinking, now that I've been thinking about it more, um... I was kind of thinking about like how like self-care has been a more like normalized thing that everybody does but I still feel like there are definitely different types of self-care that are perceived as masculine and types of self-care that are perceived as feminine because I kind of like sure. I found myself being like oh like my self-care I like go mountain biking and like blah 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 but um I was, I was just I realized too like we haven't um mentioned like like seeing a therapist or like um mm. that kind of thing at all and that's like definitely another like great self-care thing. So something I've been hearing a lot about and something I've been trying to take in myself is I think that therapy, unfortunately, a lot of people very much see that as a last resort. That like when you're at the lowest of yeah. your lows, 
um, you go to therapy, which I think is really unfortunate and really like harmful. Maybe. Yeah, I, I'm trying to find the right words for it, I guess. But I think it, it segments off people who might just be looking for that kind of support that might think, oh, I'm not like deeply depressed. I don't need to see a therapist, which I yeah. think is a really dangerous way of thinking. And something I'm really committed to is when I go back to school, I just think I'm going to, one of the first things I'm going to do is try to access a therapist that they have there on campus. And I think just because that's something that I think is a healthy thing to do it's not because I'm at my lowest and I need some help it's kind of as we were talking about earlier just a preventative measure and a healthy yeah. thing to um, keep tabs on and maintain regardless of where you're at in life yeah. um totally agree I was thinking that as Joe was talking about therapy and I think that normalizing it as just something that you do mm. is awesome I also think that just being active listeners and caring about what's going Very on true. with people yeah. in our lives, like, that's basically what it is. And we are just really bad at it when we're... <laughs> I know, but I mean, like, no, that's no, the... It's the, just funny to the, hear It's true. It's yeah. true. Like, that, that's why that's necessary is because the kind of, like, long-term active listening that is necessary for people to be able to work through things is really it's hard to do in the real world when we have we're crunched for time and we need to we're busy and we get bored and whatever and i think that making that time for the people in your life to just listen to what's going on with them mm -hmm. and not not even say anything not have not have advice for it not just just like listen mm, yep. that has been super helpful for me when people have done that and seemed genuinely interested and caring i i just think that if we all strive i think that it's good for all of us to strive to be better listeners how do we make self-care more day-to-day -day? i don't really like at least personally i well i think that this really stems from making it more just like a, a mainstream concept that every uh, every gender age feels great with uh, with with practicing, but after that, I mean, I don't think, I mean, I don't necessarily think my self care routine needs to get more day to day. Um, and so I think when people, I think when people know what they need and know how to get what they need, the issue is teaching people, or showing people, or illuminating for people what they might need and then letting people and and making sure that the world knows that self-care is okay and a great thing and then after that they can uh, uh, just practice it as much as they feel helps them I think something that works great for me is um, I definitely like feeling like I'm being productive like if I get to the end of the day um, and I haven't like done anything productive I usually feel kind of crappy about it even though it's like some it's like totally okay to like sometimes just have a day where you like don't do anything but it's really good for me to have something that I can do that is like fun and like productive in a fun way. Like right True. now I'm working on um, building a guitar amp from scratch. I think that this really touches on what we were talking about earlier about how it is important to make self care or have whatever you want to call it, just taking care of yourself, um, a regular thing so that it isn't in response to some negativity and I think that's awesome. I think that everyone should.
Is there anything that you guys can think of that you kind of do out of instinct to take care of yourself but isn't productive? Like, for me, social media very much comes to mind. Yeah, just like that. Instagram. For sure. Trying, for me, like, as well, I... I still have Instagram, and I still scroll through it occasionally, um, and I think that it's really, I don't know, I feel like I'm so addicted to my phone at this point that I really, like, need to try to find those alternative things on my phone to do other than scrolling through <laughs> Instagram, for instance, listening to podcasts, and I, like, pick up my phone, and like, oh, I get to scroll through Instagram, but actually, it's, like, I'm, I'm wasting time and probably stressing myself out more and giving myself all sorts of body image issues and stuff. Um, I see what you're saying, for sure. Um, A derivative of this pandemic, I feel like, is that self-care has become so much more normalized. And I think, and I hope, at least myself, I'll speak from my own experience, I feel like I've gotten into so many good habits that I would have never gotten into in just the craziness of normal life that are going to stick after this. Totally agree. The pandemic revolutionized self-care for me. I'm just thinking about is tips that you can provide just in general for self-care maybe even for male identified folks um, tips for self-care and ways of getting over the stigma of self-care that's associated with masculinity two things first of all um, I've been getting up and watching the sunrise more recently in my life and I don't think I've ever regretted a sunrise that I've gotten up for every night before I'm like Oh, setting this alarm, I'm going to have to wake up, it's going to suck. And then I wake up, and I just, like, am in awe of the sunrise. For some reason, it's so much better than sunsets. Um, so watch the sunrise more, and then it, it just makes you feel super good for the rest of your day. Secondly, for anybody who can um, in the world who is listening to this, um, try surfing. Because you would say that. I really do, but, like, there are very few things that when I am doing them, or actually after I'm doing them, every single time I look back and I'm like, wow, every single worry that I had in my life that I was thinking about completely vanished for that time I was in the water, um, and I feel like that happens every time, and, and, um, despite, like, even excluding, like, that surfing is fun or athletic or a good core workout or whatever it it just has at least for me and maybe for others or maybe not but for me it has this quality that just allows every stress in the world to just just melt away for those few hours and I love that definitely agree with the uh the getting up early not necessarily like watch the sunrise I definitely love doing that but, like, I feel like I generally have just a better day if I get up at, like, 6. Like, I usually true. don't. That's so true. I usually yeah. don't, but, like, now that I think about it, like, excluding days that I have to, like, get up earlier for work or, like, school or whatever, if I get up, like, at, like, 6 a.m. on a day that I have off, it's, like, usually a pretty good day. Versus, like, waking up at 11.30 and you feel, like, just, like, gross getting up because, like, it's already, like, midday light and it's just, like, ugh. But I don't know. I feel like there's something really cool about like getting up before most people get up. That just like starts your day off right. I remember like one time, just like getting. I think just getting up early is a great thing for me. I remember one time in like November, I was going surfing before school with you, Aiden, and Owen, um, and I had to get up at like 4:30 to go to get there before school. 
and I was just waking up and it was like still dark out and I was like am I like really gonna do this but I did and it was like such a cool thing the reason why that feels so good is it's like you have the entire progression of the day you're able to wake up in the morning and feel the things that you feel in the morning and then kind of move through the day instead of feeling like you missed half of it and you're trying to catch up I, I will say this is the one non-surfer's perspective on this podcast and <laughs> so I won't say surf but um I guess I have a lot of stuff come to mind when I think about things that I wish I could pass on. About self-care. Um, for me, it was said earlier, but I think really getting over the, the self in self-care, well, of course, it's something that you do for yourself, but it doesn't, that doesn't mean that you're isolated in it, that you can have friends who do it too. And to me, that's the most important first step, is having friends who could either help encourage you or just hold dialogue of healthy self-care options. Um, so that's number one, first and foremost to me. And I think I'm very lucky to have people like that in my life. Second, I would say just do whatever makes you feel best. And I think that's particularly relevant in the context of masculinity because there's so much stuff Honestly, probably a lot of what we've talked about today is not within your traditional realm of masculinity, but I think letting go of that and saying, hey, you know what? I just want to feel better. I don't really want to check all those boxes all that all the time and just conform to society's standard of a man. For me personally, I feel like my self-care is evolving by the day, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. I don't know if you guys agree with that. For sure. It's like every day I feel like I'm getting better at it. And especially what I was saying about the pandemic, like that's greatly helped. But still, just every single day I'm figuring out what works, what doesn't. Trying to do a little bit more of what works, trying to do a little bit less of what doesn't. So nice. It's a process. I mean, literally, like it's, it's, a, it's a thing. Self-care inherently is just trying to make yourself feel good. So it's even if you like don't necessarily employ any explicitly self-care techniques and you, you're a... Uh, quote unquote beginner self-carer it's gonna feel good and then as you evolve in your self-cariness it will evolve with you this has been the youth take a main boys to men podcast talking about masculinity and self-care everybody take care of yourselves maybe do a face mask surf a little take a walk listen to a podcast maybe the youth take and we'll see you next time thanks guys tune in again have a great day for listening to the youth take to support more conversations like these please consider giving five dollars at mainboys2men.org